Blog Talk Radio. Well, tonight, folks, a special guest joins us again, and we're going to get some updates. We've got um, Jason Brown from Love Hot Dogs with us tonight, and we have um, some other stuff. We've got questions that were submitted for the show, and we'll get all to that here in just a minute. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Ben'sCarts.com, whiskey by the jug and donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. Well, folks, I am glad that y'all are here. I'm excited about tonight. We have, um, well, we have Jason Brown again with us. And um, as you know, he's just growing, growing by leaps and bounds. This is the beginning of your busy season, right? Oh, yeah. You're fixing to get covered up again. Uh, it's already started, man. <laughs> we were at uh, events Friday, day, night, Saturday. We were at college, winery. Sunday were two wineries. You know, just uh, it's that time of year, man. Wow. So wineries are still going? What did you say? Wineries are still going? Oh, God, yeah. They go right up to December or so. Wow. Well, we also have Mr. Eric with Food Trucks In. And um, he's he's graced our, our show before with his presence and, and told us about Food Trucks In for the first time. But you've got some updates this time. Yeah, you know, we've... We, we are always working on trying to improve our site and to, to be the premier place to connect food trucks and mobile food vendors and customers. So we're always adding new things when we hear from customers and trucks, and we've just finished a couple of fun things. So if you have a few minutes for me at some point, I'll be happy to tell you about them and show you them. No, jump in now. This is this big, good a time as any. All right. Well, so what we've been working on for a while is a way to continue to broaden our reach to make it easier for for food trucks and mobile food vendors and carts and stands and trailers to reach customers. And what we've uh, in the middle of testing right now are our website widgets. Um, and what's excited, exciting about our website widgets, it, it allows to take the data from our site and dump it into other people's websites. So for what a, that might would mean for a food truck or a cart or a stand or a trailer is that they could take the code and, you know, for instance, Jason could take this code, he could add it to his website and then it would show his schedule of where his trucks will be. And whenever they're serving now, it'll show it on a Google map of exactly where they are and how long they'll be. You know, the stuff that Jason's very familiar with seeing on our site would then be dumped into his site. Never do they have to leave sites. They, so they can stay on Jason's site. He's, he's already got them to come there. 
And now That's they've got his full schedule in live Google That's Maps. Right. So, so it's a mechanism to make it easier for, for these mobile vendors to already – for them to already communicate to their existing customers in a more efficient way rather than having one calendar on their site and one calendar on our site and one calendar on Facebook. And it's real and it's live. So when they actually – at you know 9 a.m., it will show you serving later at 10 a.m. And at 10 a.m., it will show you serving now and it will show you the map of where they are. Wow. Um, wow. And, and then what we do to take that on steroids and make it really exciting is – we can do that same thing for groups of trucks. So, for instance, Ben, if you wanted to say from you and give us the list of those cards, we could put them all in a widget that you could put on your site to show the schedules of all of those trucks that have purchased all those cards that have been purchased from you. So that works really well with like, you know, mobile vendor associations organizations or food truck parks right. where instead of someone having to manage those websites and say, oh, here are the, the members and they, this member is no longer a member and here's a new member and it allows us to share that information that we're already pulling onto other people's websites. It could be an association, it could be a newspaper, it could be a vendor, it could be any group of trucks that, that people can give us the list of. Wow. Wow. So, then by doing the groups, this this makes sense because a lot of, you know, out west they have food pods, and I've seen some of it coming this way. Well, it would make sense for you, your group of vendors in your town to to do that and support each other on their websites. Yeah, yeah and it can even be simplified. Even in areas that don't have pods yet, let's say there's an office park that has a different uh, vendor coming every day of the week. And they have a schedule on their site to say, here are the vendors. Now we can give them a widget of those five vendors so that when people go to their site, they'll see which one is checked in there, but can also link to that that vendor and learn everything there is about that mobile food vendor. So it's a way for people to disseminate more information and just saying, hey, on Mondays we have this cart and on Tuesdays we have this truck. Now it shows that truck and cart with their logo. It links them to their full detail page on our site, and it will show them when they're there and checked in if they're using our tools. So it can be used really for any type of organization or group or pod you know, that, that's, that's having trucks and um, vendors at their facilities. Right, right. Well, that worked really well for us. Yeah, I mean – for you, Jason, with with your you know platform of your different you know um, trucks and carts and stands, you could put all of them now on each of the websites and say, hey, here's where our other vet, you know our other truck is here and our other cart is here. You could actually you know bring them all together. Well, no, I also like the fact for that uh, we have a new uh, pharmaceutical place that we're starting hopefully another week or so, and uh, I'm gonna be running a couple other trucks through there, but that would be great so that they can send that out and let their people see it and. Yeah, I work yeah. well. So, so we have also the the thing I wanted to kind of bring to you tonight, Ben, is that we have all of this. I'm looking at it on my screen now. We have all of this live and working. We're just not we're just not opening it up to the entire community yet because we want some, uh, you know, really Guinea good pigs. people to to look at it and test <laughs> it and play with it. And I know that your people that are tuning in every month and listening to you are the people that are most embedded in this industry. And we've gotten such great feedback from the people that came to us after your last show that we were on that I just wanted to let all of your listeners and people who are watching know that if that's something that interests them, um, I can send them screenshots. I could actually even show them to you now, but any of your listeners want to get on board early and be part of our testing group, we'd love for them to see it and get their feedback. Absolutely. And and this to give you a, an opportunity, I assume to, to work out any kinks and, and see how the, 
help help the important vendors, the ones that are are basically listening to this show, the the professional vendors um, That's right. that do this full time, like Jason and Corey, and I mean, there's a slew of them that that do this full time, and I think that's brilliant. It'll help you. Um, it'll help your site because you won't be hearing from somebody that's inexperienced. Right. And it also gives us, you know, we would much rather get the, you know, the opinion of 10 or 12 people that are experienced and, and see what the, you know, those opinions where they line up or they are the same instead of getting 100 opinions from 100 different people and having to decipher which ones affect everybody and which ones just affect a person or two. We want to, you know, release this when we release it to the, 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 the general population with all the little tweaks that are going to affect most people and not start changing just little things for one person at a time. Right. Well, it makes good sense. I think this is going to be a big, um, a big improvement. It was already kick ass as far as overall. The whole concept is kick ass because it's the first time there's been anything that a show where vendors are, um, and and yours you can get listed for free, but then you've got all these added features that you can pay a small fee for, and yeah. and really go out. It, it makes sense because it's going to one. It lets customers know that. Listen, I'm professional enough. I have a schedule, and here's where I'm going to be. And and that is, I, I love the fact that it's going to be embedded on the site. There's, there'll be a lot of vendors taking advantage of that. Yeah, oh. and and the back piece of that real quick too is that that you know we now have uh, 4,200 vendors listed on our site, and of those 4,200, I think 500 of them do not have their own website. So the detail page on our website, until they build their own site, they can actually use as a website because it's got everything about them. It's got their you know, phone number and their email and links to social media and their schedule if they put it in. So they can actually use the, their landing page on our site as their website until they actually get their own website up and running. So they could even put they could put can they put their logo up there? Yeah, we, yeah. You you want to see what one, one, one yeah. of the widget pages yeah. looks like real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, share it with us. All right. All right. So let's start with Jason. So this uh, is the, this is the this is the demo that I would send to Jason. Um. So we're just going to pretend that this is uh, Jason's website. Do you guys see in this yet? Yep. All right, cool. So this is, uh, you know, just a demo food truck website. And you can see here that we have uh, three options of widgets. So we have uh, four different widgets in total. This is where they're serving now. So if this is, uh, if he was live and out serving somewhere right now, it would show that address. This is where they're serving later today. And then if we go to option C, it'll show, well, let me go over here to the whole, the whole, the big exciting one, which is the full schedule. Uh, did I put in the wrong number? Hold on one second here. Let me make sure I did this right. I, I want to make sure we're giving Jason the full props here, right? <laughs> I did not. Okay. All right, Jason. Here we go. Ready? Well, here comes the excitement. So if this, if he embeds this code here onto his site... It'll show where he is each day of the week, and then when these turn into a live site, it'll move up here with a map and show where he is serving now. Serving now at, right. Yeah, so it'll show that on a map and show how long he's there for. So then when we talk about like the association or an organization page, this is these are the three different options. So you give us the list of the trucks that are part of the organization, and you get to see the logo of each truck, and you get to see what they serve, 
And then if you actually click on the truck, it takes you to that page I was mentioning that a truck can use as a website until they get their own website. It shows you a logo, it shows the schedule, links to Facebook, the last three tweets, all of that's available for a truck mm -hmm. just with- Correct, all the customers. I mean, I have, you know, your big sticker like this one. Oh, I love that sticker. Is up next to my service windows. Hold on, Jason. Push. Jason, I had his camera locked, so go ahead and um, put it up again. I have this one. Okay. It's a pretty big sticker. Yeah. And, um, that's next on my service windows. So when people ask, you know, where are you at, you know, next week or this weekend, we always direct them right to there. That's awesome. You know, so like for me, for the industrial parks, that's how we let everybody know. Yeah, it's it's really exciting, you know, and it's really exciting because we hear a lot from like the industrial parks and we hear a lot from pods and associations where you can go on to, you know, most of the food truck associations and most of these sites that have been built are being managed by a food truck. And we, you know, we're a vendor already and we know how tough it is if you're running three carts to run your three carts and run your own website. And now you're running an association website. You know, if three new trucks join the association, getting them up there and, and getting people that have moved to a different area off you know, all that stuff is really um, a challenge. So this kind of makes an automation where if someone just sends us an email and says, hey, here's the eight trucks that come to our office park. We just send them the code and they drop it into their website and it all updates it all automatically for them. Wow. Well, that count me in. Cool. That is awesome. Yeah. And, and the other thing that's been really exciting, Ben, I got to tell you, is that I've heard from so many of the people that listen to your show that, that after they, they watch and listen to that podcast that we did at the beginning of the summer together, they sign on to our site and they are so excited to have found someone that's paying equal attention to every size vendor everywhere in the country. And that nothing makes us happier than to really be achieving that goal. Like whether you're one of the three vendors in Stillwater, Montana, or you're one of the 450 vendors in LA, you know, everyone has the same presence on our site. And, and you're, I think your listeners really have appreciated that. And I appreciate them recognizing it. it's been really good for us. Well, I think that it seems like the, the honest thing to do, the fair thing to do, because it gives them all equal treatment and you take somebody, Jason and I were once little vendors, and and just because we've grown, um, we had to start somewhere, and all these vendors start somewhere. And so I think it's awesome that you list them all, and you, you put them out there. And y'all went to great efforts to find vendors who didn't even know y'all existed and put them on there for them. Yeah, and we continue, you know, it's great. We now have a nice balance of vendors that find us and add them. But, you know, every single week we go out and find another 40 or 50 vendors to add. And that's kind of fun and exciting because that means that there are still people out there that we haven't found. But it also means that there's this thriving community of new vendors opening up every day. And, right. you know, it's exciting to give them a, a place to, to share what they're doing. Well, I think it's fantastic, Eric. I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything you want to add before we go? No, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here, and I'm I've enjoyed listening to your show, and I've enjoyed the attention you've given us. So you know, thanks thanks to you guys a lot, and I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, man. Any anytime you want to come back, um, feel free. If you ever want to come back on and do like a demo to show people how to log in, how to add their logo, anything like that, unless you already have those in video form, um, I'll post them on the blog if you do. But if yeah. not, um, you could do like a little sample thing for people here. I'd be happy to do that sometime. If you'd give me the airtime to do that, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I think it. I think it'd help a lot of people. A lot of us aren't as computer savvy, and so just well, uh, a simple walkthrough would make all the difference. Yeah, I'd love to do that. We we can chat about when that's a good time for you to do that. Yeah, we can plan it for next month. 
I like the way you're thinking. All righty. I appreciate Excellent. you, brother. Hope you have a good evening. I'll talk to you soon. We'll see, see you. Here. Thanks. Nice seeing you guys. Bye-bye. You bet. Yeah. All right, folks, um, we have, we're live on the air, so you can call in at 424-258-9364. If you're listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio, you can always join us and watch us live. If you like bald heads and, and sexy people with sexy logos called Love Hot Dog Company, you can also go to streetfoodvendor.tv, and you can watch us live there. Now, I have some questions that came in, and... I am, um, I've been lazy with this. Let's see. Okay, here's the first one. This isn't even a question. This is something um, to perk up some ears. Um, maybe you're looking for a, a gig. Um, a lady named Jennifer emailed me um, today, and she is a professor at ACU. Um, I'm not sure where that is. Um, but the... Is it D's Air Force Base? D-Y-E-S-S? Um, they hold a annual trunk and treat, and they are needing somebody this month to serve food there. Last year, they had about 50 trunks set up for kids, and about 150 people showed up, um, or kids showed up or something. So either way, they need a vendor there. And if you're interested... Um, please email me, um, ben at learnhotdogs.com or ben at benscarts.com. You'll get me either way. Email me and say, yes, I'm near there because there's no sense in you doing, you know, telling me, hey, I won't know more information if you, you live in, you know, 300 miles away. Either way, um, get in touch with me and I'll hook you all two up and we can um, maybe it'll be a good gig for you. A great a, a shoe in. I mean, because you're going to get uh, Air Force Base attention plus um, ACU, which is a university somewhere near that D's Air Force Base. I wish I knew those, but I don't. Um, next one. Let's see. Um, got an email from somebody that said um, that they have. They wanted to find out about ice packs and what we were using. Now, recently, in the last, well, this summer, vendors told me about a, a thing called New Ice, nu-ice.com, nu-ice.com. And it's the vendors I've talked to or have sent me things about this say it works great and it's reusable and it's better than ice. Um, so... If you have a suggestion, if you found something that works better, works great, holds temperatures down, um, let us know. Um, let me know, and I'll post it over on the the Learn Hot Dogs page for resources, vendor resources, and we'll put some links over there to help people out. Um, next one. Let's see. This. Here's here's a, a unique question. It says, I've been curious about this business for many years, and I've tried to coax my son into giving it a try. Now I have a storefront in a historic building with no infrastructure in need of repair. Truthfully, I see possibilities. The town is small. The buildings are mostly used for storage, but the bank is right across the street. We have one simple Simon's Pizza nearby that seems to be holding its own. There is increasing traffic on the highway especially on the weekends 
um, but sadly limited parking in front. Of course, the story is much more dynamic than, and I could write all day. But if you get a second, let me know what you think about the um, his his ideas for a doghouse. Um, here's my my uh, I guess my first impression is I'm always scared to invest money in something that is brick and mortar when I don't. That's the benefit of carts; you can move the damn things. So if you if you accidentally pick a bad area that's just not perfect for your business, um, in 10, 10 minutes you can hook up and leave and be somewhere else. That's a benefit of being a mobile vendor. Um, emphasis on the word mobile. If I was going to do that, I would try to get I, – I wouldn't put much money into it. I would mostly do marketing and signs and try to try to limit my equipment down. The problem is, is most enclosed buildings require a lot more strict codes than CART does. So you may have some challenges there, and I just don't know if I would be willing to invest money in an area that I don't know is going to make it. I would rather see you go find somebody with a CART um, or get a CART, get a used CART or something, and try it for a, a few weeks and see what happens. You see it doing good, go, heck yeah, and go ahead and open up the place. But for the time being, I wouldn't. Wouldn't you say, Jason? I wouldn't recommend anybody start out with brick and mortar. I mean, we've we've seen some big names leave this business after going to brick and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's something we're playing with now, but, you know. Yeah, but you've got a lot of experience. Yeah, but still, it just, you know, it still freaks me out, man. Just, you know, because like you said, you open up somewhere, you can't move it. I mean, somebody like Corey, he's got an audience all the time. But college isn't most likely going to move. The way businesses move and ebb and flow. Right. I don't know, man. It it is scary. Um, It's just risky. It's more risky than a cart. And that's why carts fit in with people. They fit people's budgets. They're and they're mobile, so you can. I can go down here tomorrow and go. Yeah, this just didn't really work out. It's hard for traffic to get in and out. It created a a little cluster. So I think I'll go down two blocks. Well, you can't do that as a restaurant. Nope. You're stuck. Um. So that's that's what my advice would be to you. Um. Let's see. I think that is it. Um. Of those. Um, I know I've got some Facebook messages that I haven't answered. Y'all, if you're listening, I, I don't check Facebook messages, um, if ever. I do have somebody that checks them for me, and they'll usually send you an email saying or a message back that says, you know, um, email Ben directly, and that's the best way to get me. Jason, go ahead and give us an update. Oh, just uh, keeping busy. Um, had a couple of people call about buying a chill trike. Um, still looking for that person to take it over. You know, I'm, I'm even going to drop the price lower. Really? Make it so somebody can take it over. Uh, the other thing is we've got the, uh, I haven't built them, but the plans are done and, and the first one's done of an electric power version of it. So somebody can basically come in and have two different product lines, a powered line and non-powered. So, um, on the park front and truck front, just chugging along, we've got Screen Mountain opening up. Uh, we go in there next week, and uh, that'll be Wednesday to Sunday nights for the Scare Mountain. 
got a big thing on the 18th with them for uh, one of the radio stations and a big band and bonfire and all kinds of games. Got some private beer tastings coming up, car shows, wineries. You know, it's that time of year, man. We're just balls to the wall. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to pull up this right now and see if everybody can see this. This is a picture you sent me. Um, Hopefully everybody can see that. Uh, That was a new winery. We were down at Penn's Woods this weekend. New winery. And let's see... In fact, there's a poster this coming weekend, this Saturday. We've got that big food truck rally, uh, car and truck show that we put on. Yeah, yeah. That's this weekend. And, uh, now, I want you to tell people about this picture, um, if I can get this to show up. This thing's acting crazy. All right. Which one? That one. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, Two weekends ago at a food truck rally at a church. It's the second year they did it. Um, those are the two lines from my two trucks. Hot dog is in the back left corner under the super flag. And my big food truck's right in front of it with blue skylights up. And uh, they had lines for 40 people deep for almost two hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, I was... Uh, daunting, yeah, away at another another one, and uh, my guys called me, or actually I called my my chef uh, Bob, and he's like, "Can't talk, getting crushed." Click. The <laughs> <laughs> so pictures I got back later. Oh, so, yeah. they, uh, you know, they've done really well. I'm glad. I'm you know, glad. Moving along, man. <laughs> What's been going on with you? Oh, busy. Um, we have we have been building. Um, the concession trailers that's doing good um we've got um two right now that are major custom deals that are yep. being done and and which should put help some people through the winter if, if what i'm talking about folks is if you go to benscarts.com and I, i'm getting some better drawings up um soon but they what i've got is a um an enclosed trailer a stand in now to hold two people one person real comfortably two can work it just fine it's um it's pretty much a hot dog cart inside of a trailer. So it's laid out. It's got more space and more um, cooking areas and stuff like that. But it's going to it'll get you through those really, really cold winters. I do want to talk about that tonight, though, because we are getting into the colder weather now. Um, there should be a cold front that's moved through about everywhere on the East Coast right now. It and, was 40 here this morning. Oh, wow. I woke up at two thirty in the morning. So I had the windows open, and the fan on. <laughs> I could all that noise. It yeah. was cold. <laughs> I'd had to build a fire in the floor. Uh, uh, the but anyway, you know, a lot of vendors think that it is the time of year. Now, fall is a good time of year um, because a lot of your festivals, your a lot of town events happen in the fall, and they're excellent for finding ways to make money. Um, but there's as the winter gets here, there's less people outside, period, unless you know where to go. Um, you can't just go anywhere because most people aren't walking in the park anymore. It's not as it's not as trafficked. But the people at sports things and people at um outdoor festivities, things that are planned ahead months ahead, 
um, things like what Jason does at the um, ski slopes. Those types of things are are great, but you still have to protect yourself. Now, if you have an enclosed trailer, it's great. You can stay warm as long as you're cooking food. But if you're if you're on an open cart, we have vendors in Alaska. We've had her even. We had one lady on the phone with us um, from Alaska. I think she's been on here twice. And then we've got one that. Um, well, we've got more than one that's in Canada. And that is, has actually called in and have sent in pictures to the blog that they have, you know, those canopy tents, those pop-up tents with sides. You know, they got the zip-up sides with it, and they put a heater in there, and they stay warm. Plus, you know, your cart's a heater. But it blocks the wind. It still allows open, free flow, and then you hang banners and stuff. You use all the outside area as signage, and you can do good. Um, winter's doable. Winter, you can make money. A lot of people call me in this time of year and all the way through December, tell me, yeah, I'm I'm looking into this business. I just want to wait till the weather clears. You know, I'm going to do it in the spring. Well, yeah, you can, you, you absolutely can. And, and you'll have more locations probably to pick from and the weather will be more comfortable. Um, but for those people that need income now, there's no reason you can't make um, from October through December or through January, make you forty or fifty grand, make you thirty grand. Um, you don't have to work through a blizzard. You just pick the days like you do within the summer, and you work them. And you, but you prepare for it. There's ways to prepare so that you are protected. We've got some shows on winter working. Um, you can look those up at learnhotdogs.com, and they're free. There's lots of stuff there, and a lot of people tell me, well, it's overwhelming. There is a lot of stuff, and and I would agree there is. But the nice part is is there's people that may be behind you in their education or ahead of you in their education into the business, and because it's all there, you just go in there and type in the, the word in the search box, and it's going to pull up every article we've done on that subject. And I don't I don't know that there's anything we haven't covered unless science discovers something new that we can talk about. There's a lot there. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there's just eons of stuff there. The nice part is, though, we keep learning, and we keep bringing new stuff as we learn new stuff, like those new gel packs, um, like um, Food Trucks In, those types of things. That's that's what this show will do. It will continue to go on, and if you have a question or a call, feel free to call us during the showtime, and I'll help you out as best I can. Um, area code 615, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben. How we doing? Is this Randy? Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, uh, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I did a, did a big, uh, big, uh, Sorry to do this to you. I, I'm getting about every third word. Are you hearing him, Jason? I, I can't hear him. He's all chopped up. Yeah, it's choppy. I, I, I'm getting a lot of feedback on my phone for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe um, do you want to try hanging up and call back, and I'll pick you up. Okay. 
All right. While 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 we wait on him to come back in, and we've got another caller, area code eight one three. Um, just bear with me. I'm waiting on the thing. You're live now. Eight one three. Hi Ben, this is Ted. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Fantastic. Hey, uh, I am brand new at this. I'm still in the investigative stage, uh, looking into buying my first car. But I'm, I'm really, really believing that it's something that I want to do. I've been watching your videos on your website, and you've mentioned a couple of times um, about circumnavigating uh, city ordinances where perhaps the cart may not be allowed in the city limits. Um, And and I I haven't found that information. You said a couple of times, I'll tell you about this later, but I haven't found it yet. So I was wondering if you could maybe share some uh, information on that or are you saying in the right direction? Are you saying though, that your city has, has told you that carts aren't allowed? I I don't know that for a fact yet. I've not seen any down there. I live, I live in Florida, a large metropolitan area. Um, I I do in the investigation, I've been downtown, which is where I think would be a great permanent spot. Right. I don't see anybody else down there. And I'm wondering if that might be the reason why. Well, it could be, but, but, um, until you check, I mean, it's like, um, finding out how to rebuild the motor on your car, but there's nothing wrong with the motor right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, the, I mean, I've got tons of stuff on the blog about this um, under the, if you just type in the word justice or okay. type in the word codes, um, you'll pull them up. In fact, I just put a, a blog post up this week um, with more about it. But either okay. way, the bottom line is, is there is a Bill of Rights. There's a constitutional right for you to work. In that constitutional right, the city can't block you from a legal business. Now, they can say, we will not have any vendors on public properties. They can do that. But if if you found a private owner of a property or somebody that leased a property or whatever, and he said, yeah, you can set up in front of my car lot, and I'm right across from the courthouse, well, the city can't block that. They can say they can. But that's where okay. you call the Institute for Justice. You get the letter that Jason just used in his town a few months ago, um, and, and you get it unblocked because basically they're violating your constitutional rights, which trump any city ordinance. Okay, yeah, and it, it was a little bit of a preemptive question because I haven't exactly hit that roadblock yet. But since we were, uh, you know, since the show was happening, I, I thought I'd ask the question and get the information that I could. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's always good to go in knowing what you, what you're up against. Um, you don't want to go in there cocky, but I would at least call downtown and go. Is there any is there any codes against a vendor operating on city property? And if they go yes, go. What about private property in the city limits or downtown area? And if they go yes, we have codes against that. Well, I need to see those codes, please. Where can I find those? And they may send you to an okay. online portal, or they may just give you a copy. You may just want to walk down there and ask them in the zoning and okay. code code enforcement. Okay. Fantastic. And if you if Thank you, you have further questions, yeah, anytime and if you if you whatever you find out, please let us know. I'd like to share it with everybody. Absolutely. I certainly will. Sounds good, brother. Have a good one. All right, thanks. Thanks. Have a great night. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, I think we have Randy back on here. Let's see. Um Randy, can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're way better. Much better. Okay. Way more good or better. Okay. Uh, well, I was just saying that I did a, I live uh, basically north of Nashville, kind of uh, Sumner County, which is Gallatin, Tennessee, and they had a big yeah. Main Street Fest for the average uh, twenty twenty five thousand people each year, and I did it last year, and I messed up because I bought way too much food. I did pay for it, but I made, only made about eighty bucks, or cleared about eighty bucks last year, and that was a lot of work for oh, eighty dollars. This year, I cut the food down probably two thirds of what I had last year, and sold more than I did last year. So it turned out to be a good day. The worst part about it is last year. I was on the verge of needing a fan. I had a generator. They really wanted me to run it because it was a kind of a close area. So this year I paid $20 extra for electric, and it was 60 degrees out, and windy, the wind was blowing to high heaven. It was blowing my fan. I didn't even need to turn the fan on, so I basically wasted <laughs> 20 bucks. but oh well. It's um, part of it. It is part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've done the same things before. Ask for yeah. electricity um, and pay the fee. And then not need electricity. Yeah, and uh, back uh, uh, Wilson County, this next county over has one of the bigger fairs in Tennessee in August. Of course, it's always hot and everything. And I was there, run into one of the auctioneers I've done auctions for up here in Galton. Just asked if they had auctions coming up, and he said, "No, we haven't done a lot of auctions this year. They're a real estate company, basically. They do auctions on the yep. side." And he said, uh, "I said, well, that ain't coming up. Keep me in mind now." Well, I will. He came back about five minutes later. He said, you have any of your cards with you? And I said, yeah. He said, well, my family is, some, some, I don't know whether it's gospel or bluegrass gospel or, or what kind of music it is for short sure. He said, we're thinking about having the CD release party. We might have you come set up for it. And I thought, okay, well, here it is. He called me. They're going to have it this uh, week from the day, about a half mile down the road. So I'm going to give that a shot with that he said i don't know what to tell you to expect and i said well <laughs> who knows so, well that's uh, good though that's good i mean yeah. um i don't like it taking all the risk um but um i guess if 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 you have nothing else to do and you can limit your risk then go for it if your risk is only your time that's even better um yeah. but obviously you've got to get set up you've got to turn on the gas and 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 boil some water and and get stuff going so there could be a little more risk, but all in all, you never know who you're going to meet at one of those things that spurs more business. Well, that that's that's my idea, and then uh, I don't know for sure, haven't heard, but there's a little, uh, real small flea market about three or four miles down the road. It's a volunteer fire department. They have once a month, and I don't do super there, but like I said, there again, it's just getting the name out there, and and. Uh, things like that uh, so who knows i mean like i said it's it, uh he actually did say in the next sunday that after the cd release party it's a little community center here real close in the, the little unincorporated community that they were going to have about a three-hour bluegrass jam after that so uh, that <laughs> who knows wow so i can give it a shot and but I am starting to very slowly getting people calling me from previous things I've done or from business cards I've given out, which is a good sign. Absolutely. That all the time. So uh, anyway, I'm you know I'm uh, pretty happy with this past Saturday. It, it started out real slow, and I did a, a 
Labor Day weekend, a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, at a big lots up here in town, and I'd done before and did okay. But this time, I set up three days. I didn't even do $200 between the three days. The only reason I did it, I didn't have anything else to do, and I told the people I would be there. I think I'm going to write that off next time around. Well, you never know, and and that's why it's good to keep records, and obviously you're keeping up with you know the times you go and, and the fact that you knew that last year you did this there and, and this year you may need this. Um, all of it's a learning curve. When you're doing new events or new locations, it's always a risk. But the risk can turn out to be with huge rewards. Even if you were told, hey, come do this party for free, give the hot dogs away, not that you're being told that, for this auction guy and the CD release party, and they release a CD and you end up hooking up with some other contacts who liked you, and they want you to do this wedding or this party or this thing or this event. Um, I've you know I've talked about it in my book. These auction companies, if you have them in your state, they are awesome. To if they if they're doing auctions, they're feeding people. Um, and so you you may want to go. Jason's up there in wine country and and he's doing wineries, um, which is just amazing. I'd have never thought of a winery, and and hot dogs. Of course, you're doing exotic stuff, but either way. Yeah. Well, there's an event last year up in November up in Portland, which is a little bit further north from Galveston here, not that far. It's an, it's 30, 30 some years or 40 years, I don't know what it is, the Christmas craft fair, the first part of November. Well, last year, the lady I got a hold of, and she said, uh, what do you sell? And I told her, she said, okay, well, are you interested in coming? I said, how much is it? She said, $30. And I thought, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll run a chance on it. And she said, well, I won't uh, contact any other contact any other hot dog vendors to set up. You know, I'll, I'll get somebody that has something different. So this year when I called them, she said, well, we're just going to try to get food vendors. And I thought, well, that's not the right answer in my book. Uh, that means you're just interested in the money, and if you get four or five hot dog people, it's not that big of an event, then nobody does anything. Yeah, I, the, you did the right thing. Yeah, you're, it's too much risk. Even if you even if you went did good, it was too much risk. I always yeah, find I mean, that I, it's coming. I think last year I cleared cleared 300 and some dollars in a day. Now, you know, for, for a lot of people, that's not much, but for around here, it's pretty good, you know. Yeah, it's a good day. Um, yeah. So, uh, I would be tickle pink, $300. Now, if you can figure out how to do that four or five days a week. That that would be great. Uh, I drive <laughs> drive a truck full time, so this is my weekend stuff. And uh, so, uh, anyway, my wife keeps saying, what are you saying on doing with all this, mo- with this money? And I said, okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was in the doghouse from day one when I bought this car because she didn't want me to buy it, and I had some money of my own. I paid cash for it, so I named it Randy's Doghouse. Because <laughs> so, I'm in the and I said, "Well, you know, I'm trying to save some money. What are you going to do with it?" And I thought, "Well, what are you worried about? You know, it's, it's just a, just a, you know, a half wall away. I sometimes wonder if it's worth pulling with or not. You know, with the half of." You put oh yeah, but uh, it, anyway, but I'll get off here. But now I have a couple, couple duds and a couple good ones. But you're going to have that, and uh, I, like I said, I'm still trying to get name recognition out. And I have not had a problem with pricing 
as far as people complaining or what I do. Right. Uh, I did the Coke onions up there, and he came back and got a jumbo hot dog, come back, and it was full of sausage. And uh, come back and uh, what, was eating it going to his car. He pulled back up on the wrong side of the drive in front of the big lot and had his dog go out and get, come out and get another one. And then he come around, come back, and about ten minutes later, and going, "Hey, man, that's great! Don't ever, ch- don't change what you're doing." That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I tell one other thing. I'll let you go. I did. I, originally, I moved down here from Tennessee, from Maryland, and they had some chips up in Pennsylvania, and everybody makes potato chips. I know, and they're not anything special, but there's one they have up there. You might have them up there in Pigeon Forge, Virginia. I don't know, but they're up. UTZ is the name of the chip company called Grandma Ut, and these are fried in lard. Now, these things are good. So I got a hold of the Ut guy uh, delivering the food lines around the Middle Tennessee area here, and I got a hold of him and asked him if he could buy me a, if I could buy two cases of the small, like the three-quarter of the one-ounce bag of chips to put on my cart. Right. He got them. I, I had them up there this weekend, and I talked to people and trying them, and they loved them. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, fried lard and, and all beef hot dog. That's a great combination. And it, just drink your diet coke, and it'll counter everything." <laughs> I love <laughs> cooking in lard. Um, <laughs> I do. I my my mamaw cooked in lard, and and I've never had better fried taters or even French fries or any type of fish. Is just way better in lard. Yeah, well, these here, if you're not used to it, will sneak up and kick you in the tail real quick. And I, I've done it myself. But um, Ricky Skaggs goes to the same church we go to, but he told a story on the opera one night that his mother used to fry chicken in lard, and when nobody was looking, she'd stick, uh, put a stick of butter in the lard while she's cooking her chicken. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I said, he said, that's not good for us. That's why I'm on cholesterol medicine. <laughs> I still drink Diet Coke to make make myself feel better like I'm doing something healthy or somewhat healthy anyway. But anyway, yeah. I'll get off there, but uh, I'll let the rest of the show then. I appreciate you, Randy. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. All right, folks. Um, I want to bring up something. Somebody, um, we I posted a picture on Facebook of a vendor that I was sent a picture of who had a setup um I don't know the vendor, but I just posted it up and said, do you see anything wrong with it? The first thing I noticed was signage. Um, the signage that had none. There was one sticker on the cart, and it was small, of a hot dog. That's it. That was the extent of the signage. Um, to go a step further, he was attached to a, his vehicle still, and he's got um, real estate signs on his vehicle, which doesn't say good things about either one of them. Um, it either means you suck at real estate or you're not doing good enough and you're having to do this, or it's saying um, I, I do hot dogs kind of, and then I do real estate too. There's nothing wrong with having multiple businesses, but I wouldn't put them on the street side by side. I wouldn't give people business cards that says hot dog vendor extraordinaire, oh, and real estate, and we and we pull teeth on the weekend. Um so it just it doesn't it doesn't it's not conducive to professionalism. Um, that was one of the things I noticed. But the the from from what I saw, no signage. 
to amount to anything. Um, supposedly a busy road, um, easy to get in and out. They got an Ace Hardware, I think it was, um, or True Value or something next door, and lots of traffic, and and he's in a good, easy to get to and from, as for, from what I've understood. But he's not, um, he's he's not got any signs. And somebody wrote in and said, I know where this vendor is, and he's not allowed to have signs. Well, I had already pulled up the codes before I would ever say, hey, you can't have signs. I had already pulled up the codes and to see what they said on signage. And everything I read said you could even have swooper flags. Um, you just couldn't have anything like like helium balloons up in the air, um, you know, way up, you know, um, that kind of stuff, creating traffic distractions. But the other businesses along there have signs. And I called um, the city to find out if they had this stuff on the web. They did because I, I, I couldn't find it at first. They told me where to look. I found it because it's hosted by another company, like an independent company out of out of that state. And I found the codes, and I read through it from what I can understand. And I'm just a layperson, but I, I don't have a law degree. I couldn't tell that they couldn't have signage. And I know for a fact, because I called, they can have signage on the cart for sure. But he could have had a swooper flag. He could have had some balloons. He could have had a anything. I mean, he's got a big umbrella. The umbrella, if if he wasn't allowed any other signs, he could have had words on the umbrella. He should have told people what he's doing. A lot of people don't know what you're doing. They have no clue. They've never seen it. You know, in New York City, everybody's seen a hot dog cart. But in Tennessee, not so much. In Georgia, not so much. So it's good if you'll put up signage. Signage is huge. It's 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 the key in marketing, especially when you're doing stuff like we're doing. We're on the side of the road. We're at the park. We're at the courthouse. We're at the junkyard. We're at the whatever. You want signage. Um, even if everybody knew what I was doing, I still want signage because I, I don't want them to have to come up to me and go, do you also have or do you have? I want it to say hot dogs, sausages, onions, um, grilled onions, that kind of stuff. I want those types of signs. Um, that are legible, readable, I guess. I don't know if that's a word. Um, it is in Tennessee, readable, um, from a distance. So I would um, I would encourage vendors to really check out the marketing. If you're new to this, check out the cart critiques. Let's say you just got your cart and you're not doing as good as you think, or maybe you're just kicking butt and you would like to double or triple your sales. You follow somebody like Jason Brown with Love Hot Dog Company, you'll see marketing at its finest. You do stuff like some of these vendors that really put up some nice signs, and I'm not talking gaudy and too many signs. This vendor probably would double his sales if he put up one sign. Um, it It's just pathetic to me. I felt bad. Um, you know, I want to go save them all. I want to go out and say, hey, do this, do this, and, and then have them call me in two weeks and go, wow, sales doubled. So, Jason, we've got about nine minutes. Um, this the, this deal, you've got – I know we talked about this last month. Yep. You're taking the ice cream bike business, and you have ice cream – or chill trikes. And, and so somebody can get it into business cheap, and they can start making real money. My kids made – I mean, we were – they were averaging over 500 a day um, selling ice cream, selling water. 
um, off of it. So your bikes are fancier. They're um, whatever green. So powered freezer freezer. Right. And now we've got the so, ready to producing the ones that are powered. So, so you're selling the whole business. The whole thing. I just want to see somebody take it and run with it. I just I'm out of time. You've already got the marketing and everything in place. You got a website. You've got multiple domains you own. Yep. Um, Everything's there. I mean, it's just I need somebody to, you know, jump in and take the reins and run with it. Go to the amusement parks. Go to the colleges. You know, event wow. stadiums, things like that. Coliseums, Coke, Budweiser, NASCAR. I just I'm out of time. I'm just you know. Well, you you. You know, I could almost see the writing on the wall, but I, of course, I told you, um, you, you get too many irons in the fire and you get stressed out. I mean, you've seen me do it. Um, yep. You know, I'm going to do a show every week, and then I'm going to do these live appointment calls where I where I do with vendors every day. It was just killing me. I couldn't do it all. Um, I mean, it's big because I know I know it can go. It's gone. You know, we, we sold bikes, but I just uh, it needs more time. And yeah, if somebody could take it and run it full time. Yeah, it's hard know. to run that business from inside your trailer and while you're trying to run the commissary and everything. I can't yeah. imagine. Well, like I told you last month, you know, I threw two people out of commissary because they caught me on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'm gonna do? I've got a um a gentleman that is. I think I have another caller, but I I need to do something. We may extend the show just a hair. Because there was a guy I wanted to come on the show um, that to tell you all about his growth. Um, let me. Let Speaking me, of growth, where's Corey? He's late. I don't know. I, I sent him the link. I'll have to text him. Tell him, you know, we're going to take it out of his pay. <laughs> You're reflected in his permanent record, too. There you go. Uh, let's see. Four two four two five eight nine three six four. I'm texting this guy. I forgot to send him this in the beginning. Um, anyway, I'm going to take this call real quick. Area code four hundred one. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey Ben, it's Eric from Food Trucks in again. Hey. So you just said something on the air that I just wanted to comment on that I thought was really interesting. You know, you, you talked about how in Georgia and certain places people haven't seen hot dog stands. And I think that one of the things that I've experienced going out and meeting, you know, owners of all kinds of different mobile food vendors and customers is I think that as a community, because we're so embedded in what we do, we forget how many people out there are still seeing carts and stands and trucks for the first time. And what a great opportunity we have to introduce them to this amazing industry that we're part of because such a big population, a big part of the population still has never eaten at a mobile food vendor. And I think that it's something that we lose sight of because we see our customers all the time and we're in this business, but there are so many people that get to enjoy what we're doing for the first time still every single day. Absolutely. That's, I'm glad you called back for that. Um, you're absolutely right. And, and it, you know, there's a nostalgic feel to all of this. Um, and, and if you give good service, it just, people light up. They love it. Um, so I think it, um, I, th- I think you're right. Any, any of the marketing you can possibly do with food trucks in, um, you, I mean, you, you got to do that um, just because it's going to one point, it sets you apart from other vendors. It shows, hey, I'm here for the haul. 
and I'm going to be here, and I'm going to be here, and I'm going to be there. And even if you just do catering, if you're focused on catering gigs, you could still put those up. Um, you could still put them up, private catering gig, private catering gig. And all of a sudden, you're going to get people that notice that and go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have that person come cater. Yeah, and, and you know, the other thing that's kind of really interesting is if you happen to be in a, in a, a food vendor desert and you're on our site and you happen to see that the closest – you know, mobile vendors 200 miles away. For many of us, we'd never drive 200 miles for, you know, to visit a cart or, a, you know, a stand. But if you've never gotten to eat at a cart or a stand before, you might look at a three-hour drive and say, hey, it's a Sunday road trip. We're going to go eat at our first cart ever. I agree. I agree. It's exciting. Um, thank you a bunch, Eric. No problem. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great show right. tonight. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, I have a caller, um, 870, area code 870. I, I know that I forgot to send you this information prior to the show, and it's because of um, too much bourbon um, is usually the excuse I give. Um, it's believable, So, and it's old age. So along with my hair, I'm losing my memory. The I have um, – can you hear me just fine? Are you talking you, to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Hey, Ben. Hey, what's up, buddy? Doing good, brother. I'm glad you were able to make it, and I apologize for not getting you the information um, before the show. I wanted everybody to hear. Um, just kind of give us – I know we don't have much time left, but I'd love it if you'd share with people um, when you got started and what you've done with the business in the amount of time okay. you've done it. Well, that's not a problem because I talk really, really fast. <laughs> so uh, I can knock out a lot of information really quick. I started about a year and a half ago. Uh, bought my first hot dog cart from a buddy of mine on the dock that I worked with at uh, a freight company. And uh, we found out that it didn't meet health department specs, which you clearly state on your website to check before you buy the cart to make sure it meets your specs. Well, I didn't know you at the time, Ben. Bought a cart, didn't meet the specs. Found out what it was going to take to meet the specs. And I said, you know, I can pour money in this old cart. Or I can go to Ben and get a brand new one. And I went and got a brand new one and got started. Made enough money with the big one to fix the little one. Got another little one. Got another little one. Kept fixing them and putting them on the street. And uh, after that, it's been uh, the street led to catering. Catering has led to um, bigger catering, like I told you about yesterday. We did almost 900 people yesterday at a a tailgate party. And um, (laughs) we just, I mean, we killed it. I mean, the, 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 the president of the company was from Sweden. He came over to me and he said, Johnny, it was a perfect flow. It was, uh, the food was fantastic. I'm not a burger man. I'm a hot dog man, but I did do burgers because they requested it. And uh, it was just great. And we, we, uh, we <laughs> you know, this is what we, I call leftover hot dogs. I call them Frankenstein, okay? Because, uh, you know, one use, I, re- I resurrect them the next day. If I don't use them then, which is fair, I'd never not use a Frankenstein the next day. But... <laughs> I call them Frankenstein's. I had 16 Frankies left. That right. was it. Out of, eight, out of 800 and something hot dogs. That's oh, amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah now, I know the list. And you're helping other vendors, too. At the same time, you're teaching other vendors the ropes, and you're helping them get started, ones that can't afford it. Right. What I do is is I'll take my cards, and uh, I'll go to uh, – a person like I like in the business that I'm in, the freight business, it gets slow in the winter time. So I train these dock workers, these college students, and they go out. They'll work the cart once or twice a week. 
A lot of these guys don't have any money in their pocket, so I give them the hot dogs. I say, here you go, take the hot dogs, take all my condiments, go out there, make your money, and then when you get done, pay me my little cart lease, pay me for cost of the hot dogs. But the main thing is you're a rolling, walking, talking representative of my company. You're a billboard out there on the street. And I give them my business cards, and they're out there pitching my business. So they're making money, and they're pitching my business, and it's a win-win situation for everybody. That is freaking awesome. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and these I know kids, you have two of them. carts on the road. Um, how do you keep up with the – Is how, how big of a headache is it with all these carts out there running? Well, the thing about it is, Ben, I've sold two of them to the students that take them over and, and run them. I mean, two of these guys came up and they said, look, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to be part of the old franchise. And I was like, well, I'm not really a franchise, but I'll tell you what I'll do. You can use my name, go out there and make you some money. You know, throw me a couple bones a month or whatever makes you feel good. And I'm basically also a hot dog broker because I get so many calls by people in town that need me to do this dealership or this cell phone place or this or that or car lot. So I go through my little calendar and I pick people. I call them up and I say, hey, you know, you're a good franchisee. I got a good uh, moneymaker over here for you. You want it? Yeah, this is what it is. I'll take me about 10% off the top, which generally isn't much, like maybe 50 bucks, $40, something like that. But it makes them feel good that they're part of the machine, you know. And uh, it's not a headache. Leasing cards is way, way better than running a card. And uh, the reason <laughs> is, is because it's like a little ATM machine out there. <laughs> and I used to own trucks. Yeah, but you couldn't couldn't know that without having run carts and and to have obtained the skills to know how to teach these people to do it so they are successful. Sure, exactly, exactly. The the cart makes the lease possible. But the cart leasing is – well, I'll tell you what. Here's a good example. You – if you're the kind of person who is very um, energetic and you want to go out and make, uh, you know, Ben Wilson money – well, then what you need to do is you need to lease carts. If you're just a guy that wants to, you know, work his own shift and, and be his own boss and meet great people, run a cart. You know, um, I know guys out there in Memphis, and I know guys in Little Rock around me that they run carts, and they love it. And they say, hey, man, have you ever thought about leasing? Don't want no part of it. Don't want no part of it. I own trucks. I used to own a trucking company. I do want a part of it because I like that, that atmosphere. I like that growing and going and things like that. It is tough. But for me, it's just boom, boom, boom. You know, logistically, I can handle it. Uh, the maintenance that's, on a cart is a matters. fraction of what. Well, that's that what matters. And I'm, I said that's what matters is that you've got it down logistically, and it's not for everybody. It wasn't for me. I, I did it for a while, and it just wore me thin. Um, but I was trying to you do too many a, You had a problem once. collecting, right? Well, I, not not really. It was just all the headaches. It was the, I can't bring the cart back because my neighbor's chicken's having puppies and my boyfriend <laughs> yeah. my keys and, hey, can I, I didn't get to go out today because, you know, my head was hurting and I had to watch Judge Judy and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I just, I, I, I just got over it. But I ended up selling most of the carts to the, to the ones that were um, loyal and doing a good yeah. job. Some of them, there was a couple of them that I gave them their carts. Um, they had rented it so long they'd already paid for it two or three times. Um, so yeah. I just gave it to them. Um, yeah, and I but, did the same thing. I mean, I didn't give them, but I sold them. And I sold them to the people who were best representative of my business. I've taken go. carts away from people because I went out there and I shadow them. 
if I go out there and see them using hot dogs that I don't approve of, I pull the card. That's why out of the carts I've got, I have four presently being used, and the other ones I've sold. And I've, I'm going to stay right there, and and I've got a I've got basically a cadre of carts that I can call at any time for any big event that I need. These guys are loyal. I mean, they when I pick up the phone and say, "Hey, I need some help at this event," they're like, "I'll be there," because they know <laughs> number one, I did it for them, and number two, it's going to pay pretty good, you know. Right. Right. Well, that is awesome. What would you tell um, new vendors getting in about the potential to grow it? Um, I know they hear from Jason every time we're on, and they see it. They hear from Corey, right. but you're somebody they've not heard from. Um, tell them what the upside, the potential is as far as – you don't have to give figures, but I know there's upsides, but, you know, I'm biased. Um, uh, I can give an example. Um, I've got, I had a little guy that ran a cart for me. He couldn't manage his money worth nothing. I mean, he went and made the money. He spent the money. Made the money, spent the money. But as long as he had a pack of hot dogs and some buns, he wasn't out of business. <laughs> he was never out of business because you go sell that pack of hot dogs and those buns, and you take that money and go buy a case of hot dogs and some buns. You take that money and buy three cases of hot dogs and some buns. It's so easy to, to operate a hot dog cart because the overhead is so low. And it's there's no near way, nothing. There is no way to fail at this business. It's I, impossible I, to fail unless you. I mean, it would be intentional failure. Yeah, I guess if you lit your hot dog cart on fire and ran away, and you was like, "Ah, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I, I told you our best our best spot downtown got uh, a, a a little uh, I don't know Greek sandwich place open up next to it. And we were like, ah, you know, it's probably it for downtown. We're probably going to lose it on downtown. No, it grew. The hot dog people came to the hot dog cart, and the hero, gyro people, whatever, what's it called, a gyro? <laughs> a hero. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a lamb wrapped in pita bread. I was over in the first <laughs> Gulf floor. I don't want nothing to do with pita bread, okay? I've had enough of pita bread. <laughs> but uh, so they're always over waving me over. Come on, get you one, Johnny. Come get you one. Nah. Oh, bad. <laughs> Yeah. I keep thinking of Leatherface running out from behind their shop with a you know a chainsaw above his head. <laughs> um, but in the hot dog cart, you stand right there and you watch the guy make the hot dog. There's no hidden things going on. I always tell people they go they say, "Hey, how about I go down to Sonic and get a hot dog?" I said, "Go down to Sonic and get a hot dog." You got a, a 16 year old in there, you know, that just is mad at the world and he's making your hot dog. Come here, and look at me. Watch me make your hot dog. You know. I'm going to make it right here for you exactly like you want it. Now, in some cases, some of the girls that come up there, I'll let them make their own hot dog. They do a better job than I do. Oh, yeah. And they and they love it. I mean, you cannot fail at this business. You cannot fail. Whether you build your own cart, buy one of your carts, buy one off Craigslist, newspaper, whatever, depending on what your your state regulation is, is all I would say to people. Please <laughs> research, research that first. That's yep. all I have to say. And most states are e- – I live in Arkansas. Most states are way easier in Arkansas. I know Tennessee is. Oh, Tennessee, yeah. you can have a sink. You can have a, you can have a bucket. You yeah, you don't, have have bucket have to you don't even have yeah, a you sink. You don't even have to have a wash bucket. All you have to have is hand wipes. Hand wipes. In, in Arkansas, I have to have four sinks on my car. Right. Yep. You know, and then some states are like that. So, I mean, look at your state. Look at what you got. Look at your regulations and just go out there and try it. Hey, if you, if you don't succeed – then give them my number. I'll buy their cart. 
I'll buy it. I'll buy that thing tomorrow. Just call me up. Hey, John, you know, I bought a car from Ben. I didn't like it. I'll say, okay, I'll go get it. No problem. I'll put it to work. <laughs> well, brother, I appreciate you coming on and sharing. I apologize for not getting in touch with you before the show. I'm glad you texted me. Oh, yeah. I was a, I was, I got a sick baby, and I was going out to Walmart to get some, some uh, Gatorade. And I was like, you know what? It's almost 9 o'clock. I better see if Ben's on the air. <laughs> I, I listened and I was like, "Yeah, I better text him and see if before the show's over." Well, I'm glad you did. I appreciated a bunch. I appreciate you sharing that, and I, I wish you all the success in the world. I told you, Ben, come visit me, okay? I'll do it, brother. I got Have a big a good... house. <laughs> I'll do room it for you. You and all your kids. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> How about yeah. I just send kids? Nah, just you. You come <laughs> over with the kids, and we'll we'll uh, we'll tell hot dog stories. We'll have hot dog meeting. All right, we'll go run a cart. <laughs> Sounds good. Have a good one, brother. Thanks, man. See you. All right, folks, that was Johnny from Arkansas, or Arkansas, as we say here in Tennessee. We pronounce every letter in a word. <laughs> there are no silent letters in Tennessee. <laughs> well, folks, that, that does it for the show. Jason, do you have anything you want to add? No, man, have a good one. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll talk to you this week. And everybody, we'll see you next month, um, first Sunday of every month we're on. And we look forward to talking to you. And thanks for those that joined in. Um, remember, you can go to um, to um, Street Food Inn and, um, and and get signed up. Get on their list. And and that way people know where you're going to be. And, and market it. Get a sticker. Put it on your cart like Jason showed tonight. So we'll see you. There you go. There's that sticker. Hold on, Jason. Hold it there. Hold it there. There we go. All right. Um, I appreciate everybody, and I'll see you all all later. Remember to keep up with the blog. We do have some news coming out. If you're a Mafia member, you're going to freaking love it um, because things just got crazy good for you. Um, You'll get an email probably this week. So I'll see you all all next month. Have a good one. Hey, bud. See you. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.